It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the Frera Pan Candy Factory in Forest Park, Illinois, I'm Martin. And I'm hungry. I mean, I'm Matt. Let's dip our claws into some haikus. All right, so um, I know that when you say claws, what you mean is um, let's open some white claws and write haikus. So that's, that's, No, no, that's not what I meant at all. All right, well, that's... Okay, well, you did... I, we're in a candy factory, so I was envisioning like a giant candy claw machine. So giant that we're actually riding on the claw. Okay. And it's dipping down into a, a thing full of haikus. Right. Okay. And then we're going to grab one and read it. All right. Well, since you changed this at the last minute, uh, I'm going to just, okay, I'm going to use the haiku that the claw just grabbed, which was not my plan, but hang on one second. Okay, here, here we go. Oh, cripes, Carson Wentz. The worst case scenario. Fare thee well, Mitchell. Oh, that seems timely. Yeah, well. Huh, okay. Well, I really liked it. Thanks. It wasn't too specific, which is good. Okay. You don't want to box yourself in. Um, oh, and also, if we're making the analogy of the candy claw machine, mm -hmm. the reason we got in there, I figure, is some sort of like Rick Moranis movie, yeah. where he like shrunk us down using his laser. Okay. Which sort of ties back to what we talked about last week. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. Moving anyway. on. Yeah. Meandering thoughts. A live, friendly vaccine skips on the pinata. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it yeah. is. I think that... Um, the pinata is is very very interesting, kind of like that Donald Trump pinata that we bought. Oh yeah, that yeah. actually is an apt analogy. Yeah, it all comes around. You know what I'm saying? It comes around behind you and catches up with you, and you know re-enters you from behind into your current life. It's like a snake that eats its own tail. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I like get in you. the cartoons when the vacuum cleaner vacuums its itself and then just disappears. All right, so we're going to talk about skydiving today, which is, um, you know, in my opinion, something that I've been waiting to talk to Martin. Well, I've been waiting to talk to Martin about this for a long time. Um, he he, until now has. He, prior to this, would never talk about it. And, you know, so now, finally, we're able to negotiate something where Martin will respond to my questions. Um, you see skydiving a lot in, like, the movies and in, um, you know, commercials where it's like, oh, like, like, Aflac or whatever, and, like, the Aflac duck is skydiving and, talking about insurance and stuff, but 
Actually, Martin, skydiving is one of the craziest, most dangerous things you can do, isn't it? Um, I'm not sure if that's accurate. Uh, I don't really have any data in front of me. I know we don't believe in that kind of thing. Yeah, I know. Let's just give me a break with the okay. data. Okay, okay. so on. yes, yes. All right. It is um, the craziest thing anybody could do in the world. Well, I mean, what's crazier? I mean, there, nothing. Nothing is. So, Martin, you actually I've did... Seen, I've seen David Blaine do some crazy stuff. That guy's the best. Yeah, but he's an illusionist. And, you know, you would have, you would have me believe that when you went skydiving, you actually did it. Is that, is that true? You did actually... It's, yes, it's not an illusion. Okay, so real quick, let's set it up here. So, you, uh, how old were you when this happened, and where did this happen? Sure. So I was 18. Um, so I went to college in the beautiful town of Suwannee, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And there's the place we went skydiving was in Tullahoma, Tennessee, which was about eh, 30 minutes drive. Not as the crow flies as the car drives. Mm-hmm. So that's where we went. Now, Tullahoma, is that not a... Uh, American Indian word for stupid white people? It doesn't say that on the Wikipedia page. Okay. So I'm assuming your facts are correct here. Um, I mean, because, you know. Well, hold on. Uh, Wikipedia, I, I don't want to give people the wrong information because of the fact checkers. Mm -hmm. On Wikipedia, it says, it's derived from the Choctaw language, and it means red rock. Hmm. Okay. So, all right, well, whatever. So, yeah. here's my first question, my real first question. Whose idea was this? Oh, well, it was certainly not mine. So, uh, imagine a Friday night in college. You know, I'm a freshman. Okay. Been working hard, studying all week. So we're blowing off a little steam on Friday night, and my friend Mike, Michael, comes over. Not different Michael than you might have heard us refer to on the show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, late at night, um, and he says, hey, Martin, do you want to go skydiving with me? And I go, sure, that sounds fun. And I, I suppose it was the very next day. He comes up to me and says, Martin, I put the reservation down on my credit card, so now you have to go. Oh, okay. And yeah, this because... was one of your friends. Correct. Okay. Correct. He was well known as being making smart decisions and never getting into any hijinks. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah. So, okay. Quick so... side note. Um he did earlier in the semester have a sledding accident where he broke the president of the university's wooden sled and a shard of the sled got lodged into his buttocks and he mm -hmm. had to be taken to the emergency room. Okay. But that could happen to anybody. Right. And it probably has. Right. And definitely when stuff like that happens to you, you know, every normal person would be like, well, that's it. I got my bad luck, you know out of my system, now I can really do anything and not get hurt. 
So, exactly. All right. So you get into an airplane. You know, I'm not, I mean, a perfectly good airplane, you know, wasn't going to crash or anything. So you're flying in an airplane. How many times had you been in an airplane where the door of the airplane could open while you were in it? Well, you're, you're missing a couple key highlights here. So we get down there and they have I feel, like I a, feel you're being like Lindsey Graham and not answering the question, but go ahead, Lady G. Okay. Thank you. Um, so we get down there, we watch the video, which is mainly saying you can't sue. <laughs> then you meet the guy you're going with because you're hooked up to him. He talks to you about for about five minutes. And so the plane... We're in the back part of the plane. There are no seats in there. Right. So you're sitting on your knees. And to be totally fair, the back part of the airplane didn't really even have a door, Matt. Mm. You got bad information. Okay. It had like a uh, some sort of fabric square, like a fabric swatch mm-hmm. that was Velcroed to the side of the plane. Uh-huh. So then when they wanted to open it, they could just un-Velcro it, and then there was just a hole in the side of the plane. Okay. All right. So it's the first time I've ever been on a plane that was like that. If that's, you know, try to answer your question so you don't freak out again. Okay. So getting into a plane that was so, you know, um, rudimentary that it didn't even have a door on the side of it. It just had some, a swatch of fabric Velcroed to the side. Um, Where it did that, were you afraid when you were... Going up in the air, where you did you feel frightened or scared? Uh, not while we were going up. So you had an altimeter attached to your uh, jumpsuit, mm-hmm. so you could see. You know, basically the plane is just going straight up in a spiral. Uh huh. Um. So there were the two of us who were going tandem, and I think four people that were going solo. So once we got to about 12,500 feet, that's where we're going to jump. Yeah. That's when you get really scared. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll string this out because I'm sure people, you know, want to hear the long form version. Yes. That's why they tune in. So. Yep. Next question. Oh, um, did you see the Jolly Green Giant up there? Yes. Okay. Just his head. Um. But so, that's about how tall he is, yeah. Okay, what about... No, I meant like the beanstalk that he climbed. Oh, you mean the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk. Well, yeah, isn't that the same thing? No, Jolly Green Giant is the giant that owns all those vegetable farms. No, okay. Okay. I mean, right. they're, they're related. No, yeah, all right. Okay, well, you did see... Cousins, you, saw, you saw the Jolly Green Giant, okay, so... Yeah, that's farm country out there. Got it. So, and then, um, so you weren't scared, and you got to 12,500 feet, and then the guy was like, I assume was a male, because you didn't say otherwise. Yeah, check your privilege, Matt. That that person was like... We're going to get a lot of comments about that one. No, because there's no women that listen to our show. All right. So Some people might be transitioning. All right. And then so you who's I who's like, let's go, let's jump. Is it the person that you're attached to 
or is it you? No, it's the solo people in the front. Were did you were you like no <laughs> no no? I was um, as usual, deadly quiet, St- stoic. Yeah. All right. Now here's another. Here's my last question, and then I have one more thing. But um, how do you know that it wasn't all a hoax, and you were actually just in like a uh, sound stage at in Tullahoma, where you were there were fans blowing, and there was like this weird perspective thing where you thought you were in an airplane going up in the air, but actually you were just hanging above a model train set um, with ants dressed up as people so that it looked so that it looked like you're really high in the air, but you were actually only like 15 feet above it. How do you know that that, that didn't happen? Great question. And that's usually the first question people ask. Um, so I left out an important point. Mm-hmm. The only thing they tell you before you leave the ground, the thing that you pull to open the parachute uh-huh. is sort of like a gear shifter. Oh. Okay? Uh-huh. And it's attached to like an aluminum shaft, for lack of a better word, uh-huh. which then opens the parachute. Okay. Now, they tell you no matter what, people will pull that and then just let go of it and let it drop to the ground. The shaft? Potentially, yeah. Potentially, the shaft will crush someone's head. I don't know. So they tell you, if you drop the shaft, you're going to have to pay like an extra $500. Okay. Now, if it was a soundstage, you think that that wouldn't be an issue. Well, actually, it makes even more sense because... If you see the shaft and you drop it and it just lands like right below you, then you would know it's all fake. So, okay, that just proves proves what I was thinking. Okay. Anyway, my friend Michael dropped the shaft. Okay. Sorry. And, well, yeah. He it's the only thing they tell you pretty much. Well, yeah, you would have thought that he, you know, wouldn't have made any mistakes or, you know, crashed yes. into anything or dropped anything. So I didn't drop the shaft. I know. I know what to do with the shaft. Okay, so this one last thing is so actually uh I didn't I'm telling you this now. Uh Michael and I were emailing earlier in the week and um he actually sent me a letter. He sent I don't he he wasn't sure that you remembered that you wrote this, but you wrote a, you wrote on some um paper with stains all over it that says letter in case I die and so he took a picture of it and texted it to me I'm going to read it to you okay it says okay I'm not sure I remember this okay it says now that I'm dead the truth can be told when I said I don't apologize and I never will I meant it I never apologized and now I definitely never will If you now think that somehow deep inside me, I was remorseful about anything, you are wrong. Have a good life. Signed, Martin Miller. So, now that you you, you read that, I I 
it certainly seems like I wrote it. And I think, you know, I just wanted to tell you that I, I found that to be very moving. And, you know, I mean, certainly what I know of you is you are just unrepentantly um, self-absorbed and self-centered. And now I know that when your life was on the line, you, that's really who you are. And you, you were willing to put that down in writing for anyone, you know. I have a life philosophy, and I live by that. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm sorry to you or anybody for that. I, I know. And now and I, I, never will, I never will. I know. And, not, and you were willing to have it be your life's epitaph. And, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's very moving. It's very, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, that's why we're friends is because of that kind of statement and, and authenticity about you and who you are. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Well, I don't have any more questions. Um, I'm, you're... So I think we went over everything that we could possibly go over about skydiving, right? Probably. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, I mean, you're welcome if you have a little, you know, quick whatever. There's nothing really else to add. Right. So, okay. no, I'm good. Well, why don't we uh, why don't we switch over to hurrahs and huzzas? Sure. So I have a hurrah, and just going to quick side note. Originally, I was going to talk about Michael Jordan. This is the anniversary uh, recently of his, I think, first dunk contest win when he did the free throw line dunk. Uh huh. But this other one is much more important. Okay. Um. So this summer. Uh, shortly before Matt and I started recording our podcasts, we had a convention. Uh, officially, it was the Seneca Falls Convention Part 2, mm-hmm. where we put together our vision of what the podcast will be. Essentially, it's not going to be data-driven. Right. We are never going to use data to drive our decisions and we don't believe in data-driven decision making right like we don't believe in social media it's not that we don't believe in using it we don't believe it's real right um as steppy told me and says a lot and i think this is will explain a lot about our podcast if you want to be successful in life you have to work as fast as you can. Right. Um, So on that note, uh, got a notification the other day that our podcast has just achieved 1,000 downloads. That's, yes. Yes. Um, And if you think we're going to give a shout out to our fans, to our listeners, to people who are spreading the word about the Duke of Pipso, uh, you'd be incorrect. Right. I want to, I want to give kudos primarily to myself, primarily, and then also secondarily Matt, Okay. but mainly to me. Thanks. As a wise man once said, good job, everybody, especially me. Nice. So 
to be clear, your hurrah, your hurrah is to Martin. Correct, to myself. Okay, got it. Um, so I'm going to, uh, my huzzah is going to be, um, you know, along, along those lines um, of rejecting data. Um, so we, there was something in the, the news recently about um, how a, a former president can get an intelligence briefing, you know, top secret intelligence briefing potentially uh, just because they used to be the president. And so our current president said that he didn't think that the last president, Donald Trump, should, um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually true, uh, that the last president should get intelligence briefings because for a number of reasons that everyone probably is well aware of. And it made me think, I... I was thinking, can there even be one intelligence professional anywhere in the United States and and probably the world, really, or even the universe, to be honest? I mean, I you know, that would think that it would be a good idea now that President Trump is not the president to give him an intelligence briefing about anything. And I don't believe that there is, but if there is such a person in the universe, huzzah to you, huzzah to you, you are wrong, you are not trusting your instincts, and you are listening to that junk data, some person, some nerd, like all the nerds that changed all the you know, statistics about baseball and made it so that no one can be a fan of baseball anymore that isn't like less than 20 years old. You're a nerd and a loser and huzzah to you because you're wrong. No intelligence briefing should be given to that jerk former president. That's it. Well, well said. I think didn't know where you're going at the beginning I didn't know what president you were talking about, mm -hmm. but well said. At the end, it went a little bit off the rails. Okay. I didn't I, know if you're giving a huzzah to nerds or... Thank, well, obviously. Thank you for yeah. your feedback. You're welcome. I'll take know, that feedback. Well, you took it. You took it real good. Thanks. Yeah. Well, so everybody... That's a, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Uh. Just know that, um, you know, we our goal is to get another 1,000 downloads um, by, like, episode 80. So nobody do anything different. Nobody tell anyone else. Just keep doing what you're doing so we can accomplish our goal. All right? Yeah, I think everybody knows everything about skydiving now. Yep. So we'll see you next week. All right, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>